Welcome back to Absolutely Marvel and DC. My name is Benny, that is Sal, and that is Hassan. And today we're going to be talking about Batman comics and what has happened in Batman comics. Uh, to, so we're going to kind of go over oh, across the board what we like, what we don't like. And Hassan, who has not been fully caught up, is going to be kind of like chiming in where he can. Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Into the AM. Check out these amazingly comfortable shirts. They have amazing designs that float through their store on a regular basis. And you can also uh, use the code ABSOLUTELY and get 10% off of your order. We would really appreciate it if you did that and supported us. Uh, these shirts are great, though. I have a lot of blank ones I also wear because you can't always wear vintage shirts and not look like the weirdo. So, you know, you got to mix it up a little. Like, I bet Sal buttons up his shirt when he's not, you know, when he's got to go to certain, like a doctor's Sometimes. office. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 I work on YouTube. I don't have any compulsions about it, who I am or what I do. I, I just I just do this. But I do button it up sometimes, like if it's cold or if I yeah, feel yeah. like. I have a know, hoodie. Yeah. I'll zip the hoodie up. I'm like, oh, I'm going in the doctor. And I don't really want to explain this. It's all about layering, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is these shirts are so comfortable. They make great undershirts. They make great shirts to wear on the top. And you can also just get a blank one if you just want that. Yeah. So anyway, let's get into this. So today we're going to talk about Batman. We've been doing a lot of like just overview of comic runs. Yeah. And I thought Batman would be interesting because Batman's gone through some. Sh uh, yeah. <laughs> so what was the last Batman you concurrently read? Not like one-offs here and there, Hassan. What was the last Batman you read? Ah, oh, man, that's that's really tough because I, I feel like around Rebirth, I would pick up Batman periodically and drop it. The last time I feel like I was like fully invested all in was um, during that event where Bruce lost his memory and like Jim Gordon was Batman for a little bit. And then I and then like, heavy. Yeah. And then I and then I read like the following arc. And I think that was it. That was it for me because I don't think I think I wasn't happy. after that. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah, so New 52 is still, to this day, revered as one of the best art Batman arcs that came out. Because that was your Court of the Owls, Night of the Owls, yep. Death of the Family. Yep. Other End stuff game. happened. Endgame. Zero Year came out of that. Zero, Zero was okay. Year. Um, there was another arc in there, wasn't there? Yeah, Super Heavy was there, too. Super um, Heavy. Endgame came out. The Bloom after run. Uh, yeah, there was a yeah. lot of... Yeah. And I, I remember I was very critical of that run. Like, because I was, I was doing this while that run was happening, and I got in on the ground floor. Like, when they announced the New 52, I'm like, all right, cool, Batman, number one, here we go. And I didn't stop. I bought every single issue up, on, up through Endgame, and I was very critical of it. I was very vocally critical. I'm like, oh, my God, Batman's quipping and making jokes, and the Capullo art's great, but, like, you know, the Rebirth suit I'm not a big fan of, all this stuff. I was very critical of the entire run the entire time. And then... More runs happened. Yeah, and, you know, that, and Snyder now and Capullo at, left. Well, it's actually funny because that's the last one you read. That's actually the run that kind of got me into the comic story and that I am today. Exactly. Because I read comics before, but I didn't really collect them. When New 52 dropped, I was like, this is it. This is my chance to get in at number ones and not feel lost, confused, or like I missed something. I can read it all. I was in yeah. the army, so it wasn't like, you know, I didn't have to, I just wanted to do it for fun. So I caught up with all the Batman from New 52, and I loved that version of Batman. Things yeah. like No Man's Land still stand out as my favorite run, but a lot of that I didn't get to really fully grasp and understand until years later after New 52 kind of roped me into everything. Like, I used to collect Batman and Green Lantern, and I didn't know half of what was going on in Blackest Night or half of what was going on in Batman while I was in the army collecting a couple of books a week. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was that, that was my entry point into comics too. I think I'd like sporadically. Uh, I was really into the show Young Justice, and that's what like really sparked my interest in more than just like TV uh, comic book characters. And I right. really got into it from there. And that's where I found Comic Story, and I started reading a lot of the New Fifty Two runs. I remember struggling to keep up with Batman, just in the sense of like. Wait, so you, I do need to know everything that happened to Batman before now? Because for some reason it all happened within five years in the new uh -huh. But I eventually caught up and I like 
thoroughly enjoyed a lot of it. I, I love that. Sal, I know you didn't like the suit. I really like the Rebirth Batman suit. Oh, no, Same a here. lot of people love that suit. I don't blame them. I get yeah. it. I thought it was, I the, the Greg Capullo art was incredible. I liked yeah. Batman having a few quips here and there. I didn't feel like he was quippy, like MCU level quippy. No. But he had the jokes here and there. And I, li- I kind of liked that like lighter side of Batman. Well, once but, Tom King took over, I was like, oh, I miss happy Batman. Right. So that, and that's what happened. So Rebirth rolled around, which you obviously were not a part of, Hudson. Yeah. But they got rid of the happiness. Like the whole point of Tom King's run was to make Batman really happy with his life so he could rip it all the way. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait. So Tom King's run ended with uh, the Catwoman wedding. Yeah. Whatever. No, that was the middle. That was the middle of it. Okay, that's where I well, stopped. Well, he, he what, was in I, charge of the of the wedding. Yeah. yeah. Like he's the one. Who, he's the architect of. I the was Batman very unhappy. That I think if I remember the definitive moment where I didn't pick up another book, it was after that because I thought this is a well deserved. I've always been of the perspective that I like. I love Bruce Wayne as a character, but eventually he needs to move on and he needs right. to grow. And then the comic book writers and, and, you know, franchises won't really allow him to do that. I was so happy when he was on the way to like marrying Catwoman and, and growing as a person. Uh, and then they did not do that. They doubled yeah. back on that really quickly. Well, and, and I'm, I've gone on record stating overall, I enjoyed the Tom King run. But yeah. I have also said the Tom King run went on ways like that whole story could have been told in a 50 issue run. Right. Like there's so much just extra fluff added in there that doesn't really make sense or even come back. Like, let's go all the way to the beginning of the Tom King run with the Gotham and Gotham girl. Oh he, cre- he created these Superman allegories and Supergirl allegories to fight with against Batman. And they never really came back in Tom King's run. Like, well, they, they would they would show up and it was like they would tease the idea of actually wrapping up their stories. And then no. Yeah. Gotham girl constantly. So, but Gotham died and Gotham girl constantly came back like, Oh, we're going to fix her story. And then he would just leave it alone. He wouldn't touch it. So like there are stories. Actually, if you're wondering about Gotham and Gotham girl, cause I know you didn't read task Force Z. So they resolved that in task Force Z. Good. The ending of it, because you discovered that the fake Bane was actually Gotham brought back to life. Gotham right. girl shows up and they're like, Hey, we're going to, I want to, we we able to live again, and he goes, "No, I'm gonna I'm gonna let the resin run out, and I'm gonna die on my terms as a hero for once." And okay. then they flew off. So Gotham Girl's still around, but Gotham got a better ending. Anyway, good. That run, I, I mean, it was very divisive. Even up, like people always talk about moments like the double date, but they forget moments like Batman made his own Suicide Squad. Yeah, that was <laughs> kind of I kind of liked that one, but it was Did also you? like, but in that story, I hated it because <laughs> essentially that was the reveal that. Bruce Wayne is suicidal, and his suicide is Batman. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to die by Batman. That's my suicide. And I'm like, no. <laughs> it was also a tease that his father was back, which never, yes. in my opinion, paid off at all. Well, no. it. I mean, it paid off in as much as he became the architect of Batman's misery. I, and it all so crescendoed into say, a big final confrontation between the two of them. And I agree with that. But So what happened is, you know Flashpoint Batman, right? Hustle? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Flashpoint Thomas Batman Wayne. had a heroic death where his world collapsed and he died with it. And Tom King decided to bring him back and turn him into a villain. He was peppered in throughout the entire like 77 issue run only yep. to be discovered that he was actually manipulating Bane the whole time. But what I didn't like about that was he didn't actually do like we didn't find out that plan or what he was doing until like the last three issues. So, right. Like it didn't make any like it came out of nowhere. My, it, like, at least the Bane setup made sense. Like Bane's come back as this big bad villain to yeah. give Batman a great life and then take it all away. And then we had to find out that no, actually it was Batman's father because he wants Batman to give up being Batman. 
Yes. So this is the Jor-El, Dr. Oz, whatever yes. thing oh, again? Yeah. yeah, it's the Jor-El, Mr. Oz thing again. It's like Another I, reason why I stopped dads. reading those books. <laughs> that yeah. was another thing. That's the other reason I dropped Superman books altogether, too. Yeah, that Mr. Oz thing. That's Wow, because I always loved Thomas Wayne. I always thought that was like a really, like the Flashpoint arc specifically, because it's a great character to have a story and then leave. And I love the continuation of the letter. The letter is as much yeah. as you ever need to do. That's beautiful. That's mm -hmm. enough to give Bruce Wayne some headway to go do something special and interesting and find some happiness. Because yeah. all his parents wanted was for him to live, and now he has proof of that beyond just the feeling of, yeah, that's what Martha and, you know, and Thomas would have wanted for me. Yeah. Right. Um, so. The, um, it's funny because that did so much damage to Thomas Wade's character. It took two full arcs to get him back on a good path. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, a good, I'm a good guy again. <laughs> yeah, read Flashpoint Beyond to find out what happens to him. Yeah. It's, it's, it, well, he it's goes into scene. Justice League Incarnate. He goes into Infinite yes, Frontier. Infinite Frontier. And, and then Justice League, Justice League Incarnate. Justice League Incarnate redeems him as a hero. And then he's gone again forever. But then he wakes up at Flashpoint Beyond like, God damn it. Just let me die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. Tom King unceremoniously got removed before his 100 issues. We yes, don't he know if he, if he chose to leave or if DG just said, DC no, he said, was, hey. Yeah, no. They, they you think he was booted kind of a deal? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sales were down, but he was losing to the Hulk, and I think that kind of made them it, mad. It did. Well, and the other thing was, like, he learned, and he learned this actually, like, he didn't know, you know? But, like, it turns out if Batman sales dip, comic book stores close. Like, that's a metric in the comic book industry. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, <laughs> like, okay, we need to do something else. Goodbye. And I uh, mean, Batman, but, I, as I did my research on the sales, makes up like half the unit sales of the entire yeah. comic book industry. Exactly. Like, like no, it's shit. one of those things. Even Marvel will abide Batman. They're like, ah, yeah, 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 let him, let him go. Like, we don't want to fight with him, which, yeah, but, uh, but they did at least let him finish it in another universe in a, in a miniseries. Yeah. So. But that's when things got even weirder. So right at this time, Hassan, so Batman, they killed off Alfred, which was supposed to lead, as we found it, into a whole 5G plot, but it never did. Killed mm -hmm. off Alfred. Bane wrestled Batman naked, which I still find to be one of the funniest things ever, but two Sounds naked hot. men oiled yeah. up, wrestled it out. Oh, also that Alfred thing shouldn't have happened. It was fake. Like, it was originally Clayface, and then Dan DiDio said, no, make it Alfred, because right. then it would become part of the 5G plan. Right. Yeah. Wait, and who killed Alfred again in this? Bane. Bane, Bane basically kicked Batman out of Gotham, said he's taking over Gotham, and if anybody from the Bat family re-enters Gotham, he will make them pay. Yes. Damien broke in thinking he would take over and like win this for his father. They yeah. caught Damien and broke Alfred's neck. Oh, okay, okay, okay. For some reason, I thought it was Victor Zaz, and I think that might be Injustice. That killed yeah. Injustice uh, Zaz kills Alfred. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. that that's one of the few things that have like stood the test of time now, right? Alfred's still gone. Yeah. Yeah, so. which is funny because I like people when I said he might be coming back in the Batman versus Robin series where they implied he would turn out to be a demon, but they yeah. were implying he might have come back. A lot of people were like, oh my God, they can't leave anyone dead. It's only been like six months. And I was just responding to people like, it's been five years, guys. It's been five <laughs> like, years. Wow. <laughs> Alfred died a while ago now. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it back. We're done. This is lame. But uh, yeah, so yeah. yeah. But that was also at the part of DC and AT&T and all that shit happened. The mergers, the split ups, the buyouts, right. the <laughs> and then ending in the discovery merger, whatever that we have now. Yeah. So yeah. they jumped into the Joker War. So which is which what what I think is one of the so worst James things. So James Tynan Force took over. That yeah. was his. Yeah. Yeah. And I, this is what I didn't like. So we did City of Bane for like twenty issues, Hudson. Mm -hmm. Batman lost the city to Bane. Yep. And then we had like 
six issues where we introduced a Ghostmaker, and then we lost Gotham again. <laughs> Maybe a few more issues of Ghostmaker, but we still lost Gotham again. At the exact same time, DC is publishing Three Jokers and Joker War. Oh my God, Three Jokers. It just It messed with me so much, because I remember reading uh, Dark Side Wars, and yeah. I was so invested during that, and then they yeah. dropped that there's three of them, and then all of that stuff. And it yeah. just goes nowhere. It spins yep. its wheels for how long, and then it separates off into its own thing. And yep. I remember reading and that. And Three Jokers doesn't answer the question of the Three Jokers. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. They just print Jokers, apparently. And then also Barbara Gordon and Jason Todd is a thing that we need to really dial into because we haven't wasted Barbara's time enough in this universe. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, oh, no. I'm yeah. sorry. Ghostmaker's after Joker War. Ghostmaker was the arc between then losing the city to Scarecrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. The Scarecrow thing. Fear State. So basically, yep. Batman in the span of like two or three years lost Gotham to Bane, Joker, and Scarecrow. Yep. Just lost Gotham. Yep. Pretty yep. lame. And Joker <laughs> War ends with Dick Grayson coming back as Nightwing after being Rick for a while. Yeah. If yeah. I recall. Yeah, because yeah, they altered his memories back finally. I picked yeah. up the finales of those because I was interested in Nightwing's return because I really wanted that. And that has led into like the the one thing that has been exciting me and redeeming me about comics right now is that Nightwing's current run. Is like that's the thing that I'm most excited about because it's what if Batman fixed Gotham? <laughs> like, what if yeah. he actually succeeded once? Oh, That's yeah. Fine. I've argued that up and down. Nightwing is the best version of Batman. Oh, yeah. So, we lo- so, he- so then we go into – now we're in the Chip Zdarsky run, which they tried to just – Chip Zdarsky. Don't Zdarsky's forget the just- Josh Williamson run. That was only like five issues, though. I don't call- Yeah, it's still a run. <laughs> what happened in those five? I don't remember. He invented that other character. Which one? Oh, he brought back Batman Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Yes. He did bring and back Batman Incorporated. he introduced Incorporated. Uh, that other character that was like a – it was like it was like a darker Drake. female uh, uh, ghostmaker. Spoiler? No, it was a bad guy. Oh, ghostmaker two. We'll just call her that. Yeah. Ghost. <laughs> I can't remember what her two. name was. This oh, will well. be clipped on Twitter. Don't worry. We're gonna get Abyss. the angry, Thank the you. angry stand of this one person's. Oh Twitter. yeah, yeah. Okay, I do remember Abyss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Abyss stands are gonna come out in in, in droves. <laughs> so that so, brings yeah. us to now, where Chip Zdarsky is telling a very just Batman story. Like, it's just very centric around Batman. He's not lost the city. Although he did die. In the he did lose the city. Oh, Remember, he cause... did lose the city again. Because yeah, we no. left. So I was like, oh, we left. The just... robot took over the entire city and, okay. and tortured the Bat family. I mean, so we're, this, we've lost this. City. Batman in the last four years has been the worst he's ever been. He's lost the city four times. Yeah. It's just, it's like an entire lack of progression with his character ever. Ever. And I think yeah. that that, like, I didn't have his, like, like, I remember Nightwing, Dick Grayson becomes Batman for a while. I was fine with Bruce Wayne picking it back up in the regard of like now he's like the father of the Batman and he's leading Batman Inc. And there's something interesting there. But like just constantly returning him back to this state of misery just sucks. I hate that so much. (laughs) It's the problem with Spider-Man. Spider-Man goes through these great arcs, becomes a hero. But ever since Dan Slott's left, every person writing Spider-Man just wants to make him sad and cry. Oh, my God. Miserable. Dick Spencer, miserable Spider-Man. Yep. Zeb Wells, miserable Spider-Man. Spider-Man Beyond, he's unconscious. <laughs> we, like, bring back the Scarlet Spider because people like that suit. Take the suit away. Make him yeah. Spider-Man. Take away the fact that he's Spider-Man and make him just the worst and hate, hate his life entirely altogether. Yeah. Give MJ some kids. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. No. So the issue with Batman is, like, I like the Batman stories, but I, for me, as I mean, I've got three Batman tattoos, but I feel like the last four years have just been the same Batman story. We it's talk been about, exhausting. We, we talk about sec, uh, secular 
story circular storytelling a lot. Yeah, yeah. But this has been the most exemplified version of that. Like, yeah. And I do. Chip Zdarsky has killed Batman. He's removed from the board right now, Hudson. He's in a, what appears to be another universe with a skeleton, Jim Gordon. I don't know where this is going, but I'm <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> I could probably guess where it's going. And I'm sure it's so interesting. <laughs> I, I really I feel like the DC universe as a whole just hasn't progressed at all beyond like like everything is frozen in this one time period. And at yeah. one point we had characters age, grow up, have legacy characters, but we've decided that Wonder Woman, Diana Prince will always be Wonder Woman, Bruce Wayne will always be Batman, you know, Clark yeah. Kent will always be Superman, the main guy. And it's okay for us to grow these characters and have their psyche come because the more stories we write some of these characters will go on to do great things, and there's no reason why we can't have side Elseworld Batman stories that are Bruce Wayne doing Bruce Wayne things. Well, that was <clears throat> that was 5G. 5G yeah. was, like, all the Batman, all the Bruce Wayne stories will be over there, and yeah. they'll be out of continuity, and we're moving on. I, it would have killed the company. Yes. Oh, I think so, too. Dete uh, I do want to bring up, because Bernadette brought this up in her chat, uh, Detective Comics has been telling great just Batman stories. They've been doing that yeah. for a while. It's very Mariko dull. Mariko did a great... I, I actually like a lot of these, because it just <laughs> no, feels I, like one-off Tamaki's, Batman histories. Tamaki's Detective, the first arc was solid, and then she did it like two more times. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the same effing thing. I think so, Tomasi has done the best on Detective. Tomasi crushed and it. And Ram V's doing great, but it's just... I don't know where it's, it's going. It's, it's, it's horribly dull. No, Ram V's uh, Detective... First, there's a few things that we need to take away from Ram V's detective. Number one, the cover scheme, fantastic. No notes, 10 out of 10, great job. Don't change that. Detective right. is distinct and awesome and great. <clears throat> That's great. Moving on. Uh, the story is very much Ram V's. It's very much his own characters. He's created his own little like organization of things that are like, we technically own Gotham the whole time. Nah. It's, it's horribly <laughs> dull. I'm sorry. It's just, yeah. it's dull and it's not very, and what's worse is he's doing that thing that writers do when they need to invent a character. I just did the research. James Town and the fourth created 12 original characters in Batman. Yep. It's, it's cause they and, want it to be adapted to screen so they can get a residual check. Yes. And yeah. by the way, if you say that out loud and Kyle Higgins is in the room, he will punch <laughs> you in the face because uh, <laughs> that happened to me. He didn't punch me, but uh, he, he, he verbally he got very offended. Me. He got very offended. He got very upset with me by accusing writers of like deliberately creating characters to get residuals from the CW. And I don't know why he did because that's how it works. Eric Wallace, the current showrunner of Flash is the greatest culprit of that because the whole Flash cast was entirely reshuffled to only, when I say Z-list characters, I mean whatever's below yeah. Z-list. Allegra, yeah, like, the allergy Allegra, medication and Chuck, new superhero. Every yeah. single, every single uh, villain that's come up in the show and every single person on the main cast other than Barry Allen and Iris West are Eric Wallace's original comic book characters. I was wondering why they went so obscure and then someone explained it to me. Blew my mind because they're, yeah. they're and, and the thing is he's not even writing good stories for them, so those characters will never take off. I no. will never read an Allegra book based on this because <laughs> you've shown Allegra is a boring, awful Miss Marvel wannabe comic book character. Right. Um, By the way, no Kyle, does Kyle Higgins write a lot of DC books? I feel no, like I'm only no, 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 he Kyle Higgins. No, no. Like, he's got he's a power he he He's very happy. Yeah, he's but uh, no, and, and by the way, no Radiant shade. Black is a great book. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. No shade. He's friends with these people. That's why he was like, hey, yeah. oh, don't like, don't throw shade at my friend and accuse him of being a hack. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm the not saying he's a hack. <laughs> I'm just saying that he created those things, and I think there's like 75 percent of the motivation behind it was to get a bigger check than you write than you get for writing comic books because it is because we know that writing comic books doesn't pay the bills. Right. No. I, I, will we, argue, I will argue against this to a certain extent though because there is a secondary argument for it that I heard. Yes. 
which is make all these characters and you don't have to worry about anybody changing what's happening. Like if you yes. do something to Two-Face, you have to put Two-Face back. Right. But if you do something to Clown Hunter and you made Clown Hunter, unless they do get huge like Punchline, you can do what you want with Punchline. Well, and just, yeah. there's another, you there's more another element to it. And it's because these people are creative. And I remember talking yeah. to Zub not too long ago and Zub was mentioning how he's a, it, once you create a new character, and you add it to the thing. And there's like a wiki page about them. And they're part of the universe. And you see like a menagerie picture of the entire rogues. And your character's there. Not only is it like satisfying, but it's addictive. And suddenly yeah. you're like, I want to add more to this universe that I have enjoyed so, so much. So there, there is a motivation behind it. I, yeah. I was very pithy in my like suggestion, I mean, implication. I may have been much more flippant about it. And, th and, and, and I'm actually very thankful because Kyle was literally in the room where that conversation was happening. And he came in, he's like, oh, and <laughs> I appreciate the pushback. And he was yeah. right to do it. So no shade. I'm just, I'm just yeah. pointing it out because I was like, it's funny to say that like, you know, normally when I go off on my things, I'm just like, hey, and I don't care who I piss off in my podcast <laughs> that uh, right. I feel like this. But then for someone in the industry to go, shut up. <laughs> I think it's that's also, so funny, and I'm like, fair, fair. You know what? Very fair. There's absolutely the double-edged sword of that. If you're creating original characters that are good and meaningful, and you're a great, if you're a talented writer, and yeah. you know you're doing that, that's a totally different scenario. Make as many characters as you want if you are writing meaningful stories about meaningful people that you are crafting. Yes. Versus an Allegro. Versus a Chester P. Runk from The Flash, because those characters... <laughs> They don't work well in the comics. They don't work well on the shows. They mm. they completely derail a plot that's already moving. There's yeah. ways for them to elevate these stories. There's ways for them to be relevant. But the way Eric Wallace does it, it's to get a check. Right. And it shows. It really does show when you you know bring them on and have them overpower the main line character, who is a legacy character people have loved for being the most powerful guy exactly. in the world. Exactly. But one of, my, one of my criticisms in the Rom V run, which is why I brought it up in the first place, is because he's introduced these new characters. And... What has been the case, particularly thanks to James Tynion the Fourth, is that like the characters show up and it's like they're on the cover and it's like, ladies and gentlemen, Clown Hunter yeah. or Ghost Maker or Risk Taker or Love Maker <laughs> or whatever other thing Love, you want to. I want to fight Love Maker. I'm just right? throwing that out there. Please Love Maker. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but Rom V is doing it very like. I'm like I, I know what you're doing. I see what you're doing. He'll have those characters interact. Like, he'll have a character he created team up with, like, Mr. Freeze. Yeah. That's and then put Mr. Freeze on the cover. But really, it's about this character. So you'll be like, oh, man, Mr. Freeze. I haven't read a Mr. Freeze story in forever. And Mr. Freeze is a temple guardian for his original character. And I'm like, I see what you're doing. And maybe that's because I've been reading comics too long. <laughs> maybe, if I, if, maybe if I were 11, I'd be like, whoa, Mr. Freeze is cool, but this new guy is awesome. He's a werewolf. <laughs> I, but, I, but, I, but I doubt it. And the problem is right now, that run is, like, I, I read every issue of the Rom V run. And the last four, I was like, I have to stop. Yeah. <laughs> but you, just, read the, you read the last four. You said, I got to stop. Then you read the next one. Then you said, I got to stop. You read the no, 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 no. I have not read the last four. I, oh, you like, have never, up okay. until the last four. I was like, "This is this is dreadfully dull," and I got the annual, and I was like, "That's enough for me." <laughs> like, I I recognize that this is well written. I the problem I have with it is that it's just not getting to the point. It's, you it, exactly, it's, it's just like, like he's where. Dragging it, it. And listen, a great run, a tremendous run. I want it to go longer. I remember people bitching and moaning about like video about movies being too long, and I'm like, uh, I paid like. $11 to see this movie. I want 
four hours. I want all the movie I can get. Yeah. People who say that made me so furious. We're like, I'm not going to go see a Spider-Man movie. It's two hours and 30 what minutes. It's stupid? my life. Your life is nothing compared to Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and Tom Holland on three. <laughs> yeah, what? Shut what, up. What do you have to do that you don't want to yeah. see? Like, you want a 90-minute cut of fucking a free... <laughs> You want a 25-minute-long version of No Way Home? That's just the, just the good parts. Uh, but, like, I, I love... But a good run, you, you can't... You, you don't want it to end. But there are some runs where I'm like, if I'm thinking, where is the chase and how do I cut to it? You need to just get to the point and come up with a new story. Like, yeah. it's time to cut your losses. Yeah. And by the way, like, that's all subjective. So, like, I appreciate it. But, you know, whatever. There are some people, like, as much issue as I have with Bruce Wayne cyclically doing the same thing, there's some people that just love that. And, and any deviation from that would, <laughs> would break their heart, and they yeah. wouldn't want to read these oh, books Oh, we've anymore. seen that. We've seen any yeah. deviation from any classic superhero trope. But let's reel this back. So now that yeah. we've run all the way, we're into the Chip Zdarsky run right now. Yes. So. I have been recommending this to a lot of people who Me fell too. off. I'm Me like, too. look, you can ignore the fact that Bruce Wayne just lost the city three times. Just get the <laughs> fail safe. I did. I literally reg- – I, I had to because – it, because it happened, and it's yeah. all part of the same ongoing run. And it, Grant Morrison had a thing about this where they said uh, everybody's run is, like, the lifetime of that character for them. So yeah. you have, like, a birth and a death of the version of Batman that you wrote. And so uh, no one who's writing Batman is thinking about the last arc. No. Which is why Batman's lost Gotham four times in a row. <laughs> Well, the only problem, only issue I have with that is that he lost Gotham twice under James Tynan. <laughs> right. Wow. That sucks. <laughs> and it's also like Gotham as a place doesn't feel worth saving after a while. <laughs> they don't text. They never. I feel like when I read these books, I've never gotten texture of like a city that has life or matters even a little bit. And I know it seems silly. Obviously, right. people live there, but like. I think Bloodhaven right now feels like a place where I know where people live and I care about the homelessness in Bloodhaven. Like I, they've made me care throughout. Is it Tom Taylor's run? Right. Yeah. I've like cared a lot more. Yeah. Gotham has never. It, it never feels like a place where we like hear about things that matter. You know. Right. The one time Bruce was at an orphanage for a little bit, hanging out with those kids because he had yeah. no memory, and well, that like, was about it. What has Gotham given us at this point? Right. Like, Why do we need it? Why does right, it yeah. even? Like, what have uh, you done for us lately, Gotham? In uh, in the Arrow crossover, when they finally do go to Gotham for the first time, Oliver Queen's like, you think my city's bad. This place is an irredeemable shithole. And it's like <laughs> a real thing he says in that show that it's like, Gotham is where life goes to die. Yeah. Right. And uh, he doesn't it's believe Jersey. that Batman exists. Oh! It's Jersey. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Spoken <laughs> like a person who doesn't go there. But I will tell you that. <laughs> I've been there like four times. Wow. You, then wow. you must live there. But if Dick can save Bloodhaven, then Batman has failed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Bloodhaven sucked when he got there. Bloodhaven was his Gotham. It's supposed to be worse, it it's supposed to be worse Gotham. Yeah. Yes. And now it's great. It's yeah. fantastic. And it took. I almost feel like we need to get to a point where Dick shows up. He's like, Bruce. All right, I got some t- ideas. T- take a vacation. Go to Bloodhaven. Just leave me with Gotham for how long did that take me? A year. Give me a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leave. Except that D- Dick did have Gotham for over a year, and uh, but you know what? Without Damien, maybe he'd actually get some stuff done. <laughs> oh, yeah. There, um, that's been going viral really often on TikTok recently of like panels of Dick and Damien as well as Dick and Bruce, just because uh, now the Titans are taking over the league, and they had a panel where uh, I, th- I think this was. I feel like this was Rebirth. It might have been New 52, but it's like a flashback panel of when Dick was Robin and uh, Bruce is telling him, uh, like, 
he was saying something about the Justice League, and he's like, "All right, take notes because oh, one yeah. day you'll be leading them." And yes. then that panel, and then like where uh, Dick is explaining to Damien of how bad he wanted to take him. He's like, yeah. "I know when Bruce came back, I I wanted you to come with me, to, but I I was young. I didn't know if I was ready to be a father to you and all of that stuff. And like that they have such a a wonderful relationship that you can invest in because you know it's going to grow over time, and yeah. that there's pushback, and that there isn't yeah. this." cyclical stagnant kind of like i want bruce wayne to be happy i think he deserves it he's fought really hard for a very long time and i want him to get his happy ending and even if he fights again later and even if he dies later through something else just give him give him something that matters matters for years something well i wonder if that's where we're going with the chips darsky run because he's kind of learning what his role is in gotham over with skeleton Am I, I feel like I feel like an issue should be out by now, and I feel like I'm behind on an issue. <laughs> uh, the most recent issue uh, is is more of that, Mo- more of him being in the in that universe or universe. But yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's just th- 131. Uh, hasn't had another one since then. It looks like, yeah. I'm gonna pick up these books. You guys have inspired me. I They're good. They are good. I'll start reading. But it, it, you know, cynical v- readers of the Chips Zdarsky run have criticized it for being like retreads of other stories. Like we're seeing a lot of like this is Chips' version of Tower of Babel. This is Chips' yeah. version of this that. Well, it's no, like, but I liked his version of Tower of Babel because it me was too. The, it was the other take on it. Like yeah. Oh, he he came up with a way to stop everyone. Yeah, what was the answer to stop Batman? Robot Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. I thought we did Robo Batman. That was Jim Gordon's Batman run. <laughs> no, yeah, no, this is that the was one a where, suit. Yeah, that was a suit. He True. made a robot. Just go read one twenty five onward. Okay, go read that. Yeah. Okay, I'll do my homework. <laughs> oh man, yeah. There's I don't research. really feel like there's a point to this video. Not like our other ones. I feel like we just kind of rambled about Batman for thirty yeah. minutes. Well, people I mean, would love that. Are you, you kidding? Were, yeah. Well, you were saying you, you know you wanted to talk about how uh, about the the direction the series has been going in and like. Has well, there been, we done, like, and we just kind of mod- made fun of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think there has been a, as iconic a run as the Snyder Capullo run. Yeah. No, that, I think fir- that was the... And before that, there was a lot of them, but I feel like Snyder Capullo was the last iconic run. Tom King's run was more iconic in the sense that people wanted to hate on it. Like, yeah, that, that was why it got traction. People wanted to hate on it. Yep, yep. Yeah, pe- there are people who love it. There are boosters of that run, but, like, not... The, the, the Snyder Capullo run created a, like... Because people who love Batman have loved Batman. Like people, there are people who are like, "Ah, uh, the Alan Grant Norm Brayfogel run is the run for me." And it's like, dude, that was that was forty years ago. But like, Snyder and Capullo created a run where it was like it was a it was top tier talent. It, it set a bar for the Batman title that the modern audiences could get behind and understand. They're like, oh. Right. This is where I go for, like, the important, big, epic, like, you know, major Batman stories that matter. Because, I mean, when Snyder took over Detective, that was one of those things where he was like, oh, man, that's great, because that's not the main Batman book. Right. I could do other things there. And, you know, I I feel like it has never really hit those heights again. As much as I've criticized that Batman run, I was, like, very critical of it. Looking back, I'm like, it it was consistent. It did its thing. It was still innovative, and it came up with new ideas that I didn't imagine. Yeah, and it will, and it was definitively about Batman. Yeah, yeah. I was he very, didn't, he very didn't worry about Robins that. or Bat Family. It was just a Batman book. Yeah, yeah. 
How's into I mean, didn't that happen into into the later part of Super Heavy? Didn't some of the Robins come into play on the story? Am I? I feel Those like, like I, no. well, because like, it was a status quo. You know, that was like the DCU era where like gotcha. Superman was depowered and Jim Gordon was Batman. So for that, like Batman Bruce Wayne was kind of like we all we did was in the main Batman book we'd we'd see him as an amnesiac with the woman he should be with. You know, in a in a you know daycare center, like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but we're also he was also doing that to kind of remind you Batman will be back. Yeah. And yeah. you know. That was I think there's a there's a panel there where Joker and Batman are sitting on a bench, neither yes. of them with their memory talking and it, it I remember like that that stood out to me for years. Yeah. I, I still think about that. That's it's, it's a great, so great moment. Yeah. I feel and but, it's, for right. me it's been five years since I've read any of this. So. That's fair. Well, you gotta go catch up. I'll just give you access to the comic story in Kindle and you can just read everything that exists. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us today for Absolutely Marvelous CC. Make sure you check out our sponsor, Absolute, use the code ABSOLUTELY at Into the AM for some great shirts. And you can also find us here on a nearly daily basis. News is beginning to roll out, but we film er- live every Monday and Thursday right here at twitch.tv slash comic story. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time.